Good morning and a big welcome to the third 2020 episode of Article 23, which is actually episode 43. I've got to throw all those numbers out so we're totally confused. And this is the podcast all about making work work. I'm Rhonda Brighton-Hall, CEO and co-founder of MOI, Making Work Absolutely Human, and I'm joined today by the fabulous Suzanne Gravilovich. Hi, Rhonda. (laughs) It's great to have you here, always is. Thank you. And now we kicked off the new decade with two very special episodes, one about newbies at work and just about to start work, and one about people retiring and looking back at their work. And weren't they special? Oh, gosh, they were so cool. Um, Listening to people reminiscing about what they did and those newbies being so excited about what they're about to start was very cool. And what about those ladies, still (laughs) friends, after 40 years? How amazing is that? That's amazing. They had 20 years of work, as if that wasn't long enough. They then had 20 more years of friendship. That was just beautiful. It really was. It was great to be in the room with them too. I bet it was. Yeah, it was very nice. And they had lots of things in common as well as being, you know, the contrast between reminiscing and and what they did and looking forward. They also had lots of things in common. So that was fascinating. That was good too. It's almost like we know what works about. It's like (laughs) part of humanity. Exactly. There's an idea. Anyway, so they, I think the things that I thought they really liked is they all wanted to do work that they absolutely loved. Mm -hmm. Didn't you love that woman who said, if you don't do work you love, leave. Absolutely. Be brave and we, find something else. And we, we don't do that when we're in the moment, do we? Sometimes, no. and it's really good to hear someone give you that advice looking back. Yeah, be you're not brave. actually a slave, so exactly. you can actually leave. And then they all talked about relationships, and they all talked about this freedom to do it your way, have a bit of wriggle room to show that you're a grown-up, that you can do your, your job your way, which yes. I thought, you know, there was such deep... Um, commonalities there really was yeah and that is a great segue to the conversation we're going to have today which is all about careers and Suzanne and I have put together three questions that we think sort of frame it up yes. so the three questions are very technical <laughs> um, what is a career yep <laughs> we'd start there why do they matter and finally how do you get a great one because that's the question we get asked about all the time right so let's start first question Suzanne what is a career So I like to think of a career as a collection of your life's work. Um, Sometimes it's in one place for a whole lot of time and sometimes it's in a whole lot of different places for shorter amounts of time. And for everyone, it's different. I I love that definition so much. And also because it's so different than what we taught. Yes. You know, you always taught step one, work really hard, step two comes along, step three, step four, go, 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 go. And uh, when you look back at it, it's actually, that's not what your career was at all. It wasn't it's a series not... of ladder steps. Exactly. It was actually a whole bunch of different things that you've done. Um, it reminds me of a, a, a meeting or a conversation we had in a big company I was in. We were looking at the grad program. Yes. And of course, the grad learning team <laughs> always put up this beautiful picture where you just do two years here, two years here, two years here, and then you're the CEO. Like, that's right. how it works. Anyway, we decided, hmm, that's interesting, let's map the top 50 executives and see where they actually mapped those stepping stones or ladder or whatever it was called. And not one person in the top 50 mapped to that ladder. Not Which one. doesn't surprise me. No. And <laughs> otherwise, like you'd be the CEO at 28 and you'd be finished your career completely at 30. So it was a bit odd. Yes. Uh, but yeah, that's how we're normally taught about it, which is a really stupid way to think about them. It is. And if it was like that, yeah. it would be really boring. Yes. Um, and the fact Fair. is, the different pathways that we take as opportunities come up, um, you know, we take those opportunities because 
something comes up that we find really interesting or we're really there's an opportunity to work with someone we think is really cool um, and because it's about that deep interest or passion um, then those opportunities end up being really contributing to who you are as a person and those unique set of experiences that you have really make, make are what make us unique. Yeah, and I know you and I, we've had totally different careers. Yep. Totally different paths. Um, you know, I've been in a number of companies. You've been in one. Yes. Predominantly most of your career. But the thing that we always meet on is not what job did you do or where did you work. It's more where did you live and what language did you learn to speak. And, yes. and the things that go around a job are often just as important. The learning, the location, the people are much more important than the actual task or the job title or certainly the level. People go, how can I become a executive <laughs> manager instead of a senior manager? I was like, yes. like yeah, well, nobody cares. In, in grand scheme of life, it doesn't matter. That's so true. So true. Is there anything sort of changing about the way we look at work right at the moment that you think will change the way we look at careers? I think there is. And I think the way we've changed so many things in our lives, the way we do things. Yep. I, I think about how we used to watch TV. When yeah. I was a kid, with ads, with ads, <laughs> and and also like when I was a kid, you had to be in front of the TV on a certain day at a certain time to watch your countdown. show once a week. Yeah, screaming out on a Saturday night to watch countdown. Exactly. Very important. And if you weren't there at that time, you missed out. Yeah, you did. It was gone. Uh, so and whereas today we're watching whatever we want, whenever we want. Yeah, that's a great metaphor for a career, isn't it? That you uh, think you've got to scream into that level two job, <laughs> but actually. You could take level three, four, five, doesn't really That's matter. That's right. And and now, you know, we're working so differently, we're fitting work in around our lives and yeah. we're fitting our lives in around work. Yep. And that flexibility um, is there in all of the things that we're doing, not just our work, but it's kind of uh, there for all, a lot of parts of our lives. Yeah, and that stops that sort of competition we used to have in our life too. Like, I want to be a national rugby league player, yep. so I can't have a career at the moment, or... You know, I, have, I can't be a national rugby league player because I've got to have this career at the right time. And now we're sort of looking at ways to morph that quite differently together, have real flexibility in it, which I think is probably a great step in the right direction. Absolutely. And the other element that I think is really important that you're seeing more and more of is I love portfolio. Mm -hmm. You know, you might be doing your day job that you love, that you're very good at, but equally you've got this other job that you might do a day or two a week which is a great passion of yours. You're not particularly good. No one's going to pay you much money to do it just yet, yep. but you want to learn it. And so that weaving of different jobs and different employers into what we call a portfolio career used to be the domain of people near retirement. And now, as we know from future of work data, is that uh, the, the group that's taking that up most commonly now is under 28. And, and that's pretty amazing. It's really interesting, isn't it? So let's get to the second question, Wanda. Why yes. do they matter? It's such a funny question, this one, because so many people will say to me, oh, look, I'm not very ambitious. I don't need a career. I just want a job. Right. And like said, said someone for about a year of their life and then things changed. So you may have wanted to be a National Rugby League player or netballer or whatever it is or have a family or look after older parents, all of that going on. But almost all of us want to do something different. We're wired to grow and learn and do different stuff. Never seen a job that you could do the same way for 50 years and just be happy. Mm. It's more you want to do cooler stuff, better stuff. You get smarter, you get faster, you don't want to do something else. Yep. And that's why a career matters because you're doing more interesting work, you're growing, you're contributing differently. Um, you might change your mind. I started as that. I want to do something else. I want to learn something else, different education. There's so many things that are wrapped up in a career that 
despite what we talk about job levels, they're actually about growth. And I think that's why they matter because, you know, that person who wanted to be a rugby player, a national netball player, by the time they hit 40, they're going, actually, I want a better job. And I want to do something else. You <laughs> I can't do something else. <laughs> and we all right. want to do something meaningful. Mm. Absolutely. So let's get to the last question. Yep. How do you get a great career? Now, Suzanne, you've had a great career already and you continue to do work that you love and choose to do the work that you love. And you've coached at least a million people, could be many more, (laughs) on how to build a great career. What is your absolute top tip? Get your pens ready. Okay, so my top (laughs) tip is take those opportunities when they come up. So you can have a plan, that's fine. The the ladder, that's fine. The job title. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. But when something cool comes up that isn't in your plan, consider it. Um, and, you know, if it looks like it might be great, grab it. It might be that there's something that you're really interested in and yeah. you think, oh, that, that could be so cool. Or there's a person that you, an opportunity to work with someone who you yeah. think was really cool. Just take those land opportunities. From, yeah. That's right. Throw yourself in. That is such great advice. That is the best advice. And you don't realise you've done that. If you look across your career, like the epiphany moments, yes. that's exactly what we've all done. Yeah. But we don't think about it at the time. We just go, whoa, that was wacky. And <laughs> it worked out well. But yeah, yeah, it's great advice. So what's your top tip? My top tip is to write your own job spec. <laughs> that's pretty cool. <laughs> I've done it twice. And when I look at the things in my career that really made a difference, that's what I did. And... Um, Decide what you want to do and then decide what you want to learn and put them together in a job spec and say, that's a job I want to do. Now, I did this. I was talking to the company I was in, wanted me to move to America and do a job, a mm-hmm. very nice job. And I said, oh, I love that job, but I love this other job. And if I could change it around a bit and have this duo job, right. I'd love it. And I sent it back across to Chicago to the States. And they sent it unknown to me across to the Netherlands. Right. And I got a phone call from a Dutch guy at one o'clock in the morning saying, I have your job spec and we want you to come and do that job. I'm like, <laughs> done. And yeah, we were on a plane and living in the Netherlands six weeks later. It was fantastic. Amazing. And I've done it again after that. And I just think it's the right way to go. You, these job spec things, there's always a job spec policeman somewhere. Yes, yes. Policewoman somewhere. <laughs> but actually, if you really want a great career, write your own job spec, decide what you want to learn, throw yourself in. Second top tip, Suzanne. So my second top tip is to love what you do. Oh, I and, love that. And this is about... You not, live that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but this is about not just choosing the right thing, but no matter what it is that you find yourself doing, um, do it really well and take satisfaction in that. So it's a, as much about attitude and mm-hmm. it, as it is about being in the perfect job. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know, if you're doing something really well, mm-hmm. then that always leads to good things as far as I'm concerned. So only your job and your attitude to how you do it. Yep. <laughs> and someone knows you can give you a better job. Yeah. <laughs> so what's your next top tip? Uh, be super generous. Lovely. Like a lot of the time we look at careers, what can I do to get me ahead? It's not, that's not what it, that's not how the world works. So no. It's about being really generous, looking around you, and how can you help other people be really successful. And as we saw in that podcast where we had the retirees talking, they were just filled with joy and helping each other do great work. They so were. As a team. Like, they were really happy with that. And I've found that to be the most fun of the job, is to work with people where you help them do well, and it feels good. Absolutely. And they are happy to do well, and next thing you know, we're all doing well. And you can actually build a cohort of people around you that do brilliantly well. 
That's a, we actually did that in the Netherlands, sort of reached out and just helped people and then eventually got to Chicago via the other route. So I ended up back with the Chicago You place. ended up there. <laughs> That's amazing. So do you think that these tips and ideas are still going to work for future careers? Mm, it's, it is an interesting question, that one, because we always talk about future of work. It's going to be totally different. But human beings are pretty common. Like we still love purpose. We love relationships. We love being useful, contributing well. Yep. Um, I love a bit of freedom on how we do it. I think that those two podcasts, we're talking to a 23-year-old yes. and a 21-year-old, and we're talking to people in their 70s and 80s. Yeah. And they needed exactly the same things out of work. I, I think did. work is going to be what work is, a really important part of who you are, builds you into life. I, th- I just think it's a, probably not going to change. I, I think I agree. And, you know, no matter the path you take, if you're a star at what you do, and you love it. Yep. Um, opportunities will come. Yep. And you should grab them when they do. Yep. And if they don't, be brave and go and find somewhere else to be, which Absolutely. is a really great to be too. Absolutely. So I think that's a beautiful summary of this conversation. <laughs> um, thank you all so much for joining us. Um, it's been great to talk about careers because we are asked to talk about careers a lot, both to individuals and to companies and groups. Yep. And we also know that it's one of the most popular areas on our website where people go in and find how do I get a mentor, how do I get a career, how do I get ahead. So it's obviously people are thinking about growth and how do they develop. So hopefully we've given you some really practical things to do. Yep. Thank you so much for, for joining us. Um, next week we're going to take a slightly different slant to this career story and we're going to talk about what happens if your industry is changing really dramatically, That's like totally changing. Very topical. Very moment. topical, as yep. we see it every day in the newspapers. So what do you do? How do you make yourself okay in the future? Because this is something we'll all face, like probably all of us many times now because yep. that's how things are, are moving. And you do need to build career resiliency at speed, like really, really fast. And to that end... Next week, we're going to be joined by one of the best experts in the country on career resilience and bridging from one field or one career to a new one. And I think he'll have some fantastic advice. So can't wait. I can't wait either. I think that'll be really fun. And I like three people too, because that's also fun. (laughs) So in the interim, if you want to talk to us or connect with us, then jump on www.mwah.live or sign up for our newsletter, which comes out every Friday. Thanks so much for having us. A great big moi from us. And from me. Bye. Bye now.